Welcome, everybody, to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, man, basketball is back. How are you feeling? Anytime the men and the women win on the same day, it's a good day. Yeah, like <laughs> this was just the best. I, I couldn't have could not have scripted a better way to start the season than um than what we got today. The women handle business. We'll get to them after the men, but leading off with the men, the men came out guns a blazing. Yeah. And um and 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 that's kind of good because we actually have an exhibition game that we haven't talked about here that happened since we did our preview. And we were pretty excited and, and and optimistic on the preview, and then all of a sudden, we almost lose to Wofford in the exhibition game. So well, um, it came out flat, but then we woke up in the second half and it helped hitting about eight threes in that second half to hold off Wofford. And you, honestly, that's basically what then carried over into tonight. Um, Bryce, this men's this men's Gamecock team can shoot the ball, and it's fantastic. Like I love it. I'm I'm so I'm. I am more excited about this team than I have been about a Carolina team in a long time. Like, like it's going to be a fun team to watch. I enjoyed tonight in the, in the colonial life arena. I enjoyed watching them play basketball. Is it because we shot at one point 60% from three with at least 12 threes tonight? Yeah. Yeah. We were 12 from 20 for 20 at one point. We, uh, I mean, over 50% from three um, just, like six or seven different guys made a three-pointer. Let's see here. One. BJ Mack shooting 50%, three of six from three. Love that. And Stute. We had, we had. Is it Stute or Stute? It's Stute. So I thought it was Stute, but the, but the PA guy was calling him Stute. So we're going to go with Stute. All right. I'm going to trust him to be right. But we had six guys make a three-point shot tonight. Uh, four, four of them made multiples. Like this team can shoot, and, and it's it's Michi, Michi, a hundred percent from three, dude. He had a great game, and uh, and a thirty good, foot three to go with that, which was good because he did not look good against Wofford and Ofer, uh, Ofer from the field, and and kind of what we were saying, what what you and I were kind of texting about on on our little group chat, um, was that at. At least we can win a basketball game when Michi doesn't when when Michi doesn't uh, play well, which they did in the exhibition against Wofford. You know, Michi doesn't score any points, and uh, they come out and win. That wouldn't have happened last season at all. However, tonight Michi playing a great game, and they just looked they, they looked dynamic, magnificent. Um, we're making threes left and right. It was. It was freaking awesome. You know, Taylon Cooper was three for five from three. Michi Johnson, two for two. BJ Mack, three for six. Studi, two for three. You, you know, it, it, um, it just a wonderful, wonderful job by this team shooting the basketball. I'm And, and I'm excited about this team moving forward. Is the three-pointer going to um, cover up some of our shortcomings this year, do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I think it, it definitely can. But but honestly, what what, what shortcomings were glaring? You, you know, from t- tonight, like some like, of the rebounding was a little ho hum. Sometimes we got. I think where did rebounds end up? 
I thought it was early on we were getting out rebounded. They had we had thirty five. They had twenty one. But early on, early on, I felt like they were out rebounding us. But in the second 27, half, twenty seven forty five. I read the I read the box score wrong. Twenty seven. We out rebounded on forty five twenty seven. There was you know we had those runs where we got up by what. 16, 17, 18 points, and they would cut it to 9, 8, yep. 10. But then we would take it back up. There's just little things we need to work on, but it was first game first game stuff probably. I I feel like you're creating complaints when at the half you had none, and they then played better in the second half. Hey, it wasn't a perfect game, but it was exciting to see a team with a lot of shooters, that the uh, direct opposite of Frank Martin teams. <laughs> yes. So, so what is fun about this team? What is fun about this men's team is that uh, that we that was at least on display tonight is that more than one or two guys can score. Like, and we have multiple options. We've got multiple guys that can drive. Uh, we've got we, we've got BJ Mack can score down low. He can also he can also hit a jumper. You, you know, like there are multiple guys. That, there's lots of ways that this team can score on offense. And, you know, which just pales in comparison to last year in that there were exactly like one way that this team could score on offense last season. And so I think the, the I, I think everything we talked about in the preview about how this team's going to be a good shooting team was right. And I think that this team can win some basketball games. They got off to a little bit of a slow start. And then after that, just. It was it was lights out, lights out shooting. They they probably were I, I haven't seen the half by half breakdowns, but they probably shot 60-70% from three in the second half. You're not gonna lose games if you're shooting that high. And also just the starters, look how balanced they were outside of Clark, just balanced scoring. And Jacoby Wright, the only one closest to double digits off the bench, but not too many complaints tonight. Um Josh Gray. Minutes were a little bit lower. It looked like he would only be in for a couple minutes and they would take him out. Um, we want to see more from Josh, of course. And Zach Davis had that big exhibition game and didn't really get going scoring-wise in this game. Well, so I think that the rotation here is is interesting. So, uh, the, you know, Paris cleared the bench. He played third. The only people that didn't play were Arden Connors and uh, Colin Murray Boyles. And Who was Connors, yep. Connors is going to probably redshirt, or I'm sure he would have gotten in this game if, right. if he wasn't going to redshirt. And uh, Colin Murray Boyles is sick with mono. So they played the other 11 scholarship players. Uh, they burned uh, Morris Gusick's. Uh, red shirt. He actually didn't look. He looked pretty he looked good. Fine. He looked fine. I, mean, I, I get why they're planning. He's he's a competent basketball player and is going to be able to contribute. You know, with 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 Murray Boyles potentially coming back. However, it's a weird. I, I don't know. This we is don't me. know the rotations yet. We don't coaches know coaches want to play the players. Coaches want to play the players. They want to get them playing time. It's the same way that I felt about Kits last season with uh with the on, on the women's side i i just it's just a way like if if yugusik ends up playing not being in the rotation once the rotation shrinks it's going to be so dumb that we burned his red shirt but um you know other than that like a lot of balanced scoring not a lot of minutes you know cooper had 15 points in 22 How about minutes. cooper yeah, looking, looking strong tonight. Strong guard at six four with a little weight on him. This guy's good. 
Um, he can shoot. Um, and um, and and he can get down low and body up. He's uh he's he's what six four? Is that right? Six four. Only three assists tonight, but he just looked good all around, getting rebounds. Just a stat stuffer tonight. He can seven can, rebounds. Seven rebounds. They can go small and play him at the four. Like, like, especially if they've got Mac in there, they can they can go small and play him at the four. And if they do that, Bryce, they've got five. They can put five guys that can that can bang home a three point shot on on this team. Um, this is this is gonna be the. I mean, obviously, we've watched them play one game, but this could be we could be watching the best shooting team we have ever watched in the history of Gamecock basketball, at least since you and I have been alive. I'm okay with that, but we're going to find out real quickly come Friday night against Virginia Tech. Was this team just playing a bad upstate team, or, or were they playing good all around and they can play with Virginia Tech? Because at Kim Palm, what was upstate? Tonight? Oh, they were like 280, 280. So it would have been a really bad loss, but we took care of business. One thing that we didn't do a lot last year, we took care of a quad four team at home. And not, and not only digits. that – not only that, we took control. We took control of the game, and we just kept it. And at no point, like, like at no point when we had the lead, if we had like a twelve point lead, did they make like a an eight point run? And had to get a bucket, you know. Like once a second, it, it was enjoyable watching us take care of a team that we're supposed to beat, and that's and and that's the fundamental. Like that's one of the number one things I want from Lamont Paris is to win the games he's supposed to win. I obviously want him to win some of the games he's not supposed to win, but but winning the games he's supposed to win. Team took care of business tonight. Michi looked great. Uh, all the starters except for Clark, you know, were in double digits. And then our guy had a nice little quiet game coming off the bench. Jacoby Wright, um, you, you know, four for seven from the floor, one for one from three, nine points. Just, would love to see him as a sixth man of the year award guy. He could oh, do that. Oh, I, Jacoby Wright uh, could easily uh, be in contention for the sixth man of the year. He is a definition least. of consistent. Does does the SEC award that? In they, the do. Player things? they do. I guess we've never had six guys good enough on a rotation in a while to have a guy be considered for the sixth man of the year. Hassani Gravit won it one year. Years he ago, is. well, Jacoby, well, Jacoby Wright is better than Asani Gravit. No, no dig to to Asani Gravit, but um, but uh, J- Jacoby Wright is he he just comes off the bench. He handled the ball well. You know, he he only had one turnover, uh, a couple of assists. He had some nice little drives. Drive Love every, yep. the, This team is so different from the team we saw last year. It is just drastically different. It is it is significantly better. Well, I'm here for that, but we're playing Virginia Tech um, on Friday night, 9.30 in Charlotte. And I think, what are we, 65 in Kempom before this game in Virginia Tech? Or, no, we're, we're 66. 66. They're 65. So it's going to be a close game, according to Kempom. But that will be the true measuring point early yeah. on in the year. Are we are we going to be a good team or not? We if, if we beat this Virginia Tech team, I'm I am definitely getting very excited. If I, I'm already excited just because this team's fun to watch. We beat we beat Virginia Tech in Charlotte Friday night. 
I will be very excited about this team's um, potential to to be good. They will. They're not going to finish last in the SEC, you know. And um, so you're saying yeah. we're going to beat expectations is what you're trying to say? Yes, yes. This this team is going to beat expectations. Um, and um, yeah, they're going to the the Virginia Tech game is going to be a big a big measure for them. And we'll see, and we'll see Friday night, man. But but Zach Davis, shout out to him, eight rebounds. Love that. Using the size, hopefully gets yeah. a scoring back going against Virginia Tech because he's got the size to do it. I do have a modern exterminating. We know what bugs you, what's bugging us this week. So what's bugging us every week, Bryce? No, I got I got one that we haven't done in a while. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. The cheerleaders skipped our section for throwing the rally towels. They completely skipped our section. And if they tried to throw it, they only could throw it maybe seven to eight rows up. They weren't getting to the 14th row. Very yeah. disappointing. Yeah. It, it is gone are the days of uh, of Darren Horn when there were 50 people in there and we caught a T-shirt every game. Yeah, there's no more T-shirts, but they're rally towels. But it wasn't even getting close to the 14th row. So great, great crowd from the students tonight. The students were packed. I would say it was a little scarce everywhere else, but the students showed up. I think maybe attendance of what six thousand there tonight, something like that. I don't know that that number is meaningless. It it the students were packed. It was sparse everywhere else. No one was in the lower bowl. I mean, no one was in the upper bowl. The lower bowl was plenty of seats. Um, and, but, um, and we all got free chicken, chicken yeah. nuggets from Chick-fil-A because they missed two free throws tonight. Um, I, I think this team's going to sell some tickets, though, down the stretch. Come come, come January, February, I think there are going to be some games in which there's going to – I think they're going to generate some buzz. And, um, yeah, I think this is going to be – this is going to be a fun season. Well, winning is fun, so if we keep doing that, that will be great. All right, well, we need to move on to the story of the day, um, and and that is the, the, the men's win was a nice, you know, uh, was a nice nightcap to, uh, to the game that took place in Paris today. Um, the, this women's team, Bryce. I, to- Going into the game, Sumter, we all were a little bit worried about what was going to be the team after the teams that were set the last four years and all of them graduating are going to the draft. And let's just say this, I don't think anyone's worried about the new team. And I've even heard some people to say, is this team capable of being better than the last couple of years teams? Well, well, that's what people were talking about in the arena tonight, like before tip. Talking to a few folks in our section, um, th- that was the buzz. Are they better? So to be better than some teams in recent years, that would require winning a national championship, which so, so like it's a tall it's a tall order to be better than the Freshies or to be better than the Asia Wilson teams. However, um, they beat the crap out of Notre Dame. They put it to them. And and uh, they and so to be better is going to be a, a, a difficult term to describe here. Um, they the, the way to quantify this is 
This team is better at scoring the basketball. They got better three-point shooters. I can say that really yes. easily. Yes, they can shoot better. Uh, they, they have they have more on the court that that can shoot and and make a three. Some of the some of the not great three-point shooters from last se- shooters from last season looked competent to really to pretty good today. And so, um, you know, is this team going to be better? I don't know. That's hard to say. Like. There's very little doubt that this team can't shoot or can't, uh, you know, I I knew that we go going into this season, we knew that they were good enough to beat the crappy teams, but they took a Notre Dame team that made the sweet 16 last year. And after that first quarter, I believe they were down one at the end of the first quarter. It was a super competitive back and forth first quarter. But after that, we just handed it to them in the second, opened it up. Was it a 15 point lead? I believe at half. And then after that, it got into the 20s and 30s, and it was backup time in the fourth quarter. But how about this? Cardoso, was that, what, 20 and 15? Just yeah. dominant. And I think there was, what, an 8-0 run somewhere in that third quarter where we just threw four alley-oops to her layups and yeah. over the top, and Notre Dame had to call timeout because it was just little – it was easy. It was easy. Yeah. So, so the first quarter, the, um, they scored 25 points in the, they combined for 24 in the second and third quarters. And, uh, and, and they kind of put it to them defensively and it's a different style of defense. It's, um, cause it's a different style of play. Um, th- they're not as big. Cardoso's big, but then they're not as big, you know, because th- they don't have Boston and Cardoso down low. Uh, when they take Cardoso out, they're smaller. You, they they're not able to back up Cardoso with someone like you, you well, know. Well, Fagan is six four, right? No, I guess what I'm saying is is that is that Aaliyah Boston and Camilla Cardoso were arguably the two best, two of the five best big men, big, big, big women in the um in the country last year, um and um and they don't have two of the five best big women in the country this season um so like when they take cardoso out it's different and the and the team that they're putting out there is different and they got a little bit of a different identity but it's also the same it also looks like we might be getting the same old gamecocks man just steals defense like you know you know we outscored them 24 to 8 number 10 team in the country Outscored them twenty four to eight in the second quarter. You, you know, like how about this, Raven Johnson? Great game. I would say she's the Jacoby Wright equivalent, maybe a little bit better. Just consistent winner can do everything. How pal? It's going to be fun watching her shoot threes this year. She shot fifty percent two of four. She was strong from three and. Even Bree Hall, not a big point game at seven points, but just consistent. She's going to be a great wing. And I already talked about Cardoso. Kitts, I think, is still learning. She'll get there. But I think the talk of the game today, Man. we need to talk Let's about Let's go ahead and get to it. Full Wiley broke Twitter. At, at one, to 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern, she was twending, trending on Twitter. So here's here's what happened. This is real. Okay? All right? In the first in in the first half of Malaysia Full Wiley's college basketball career, 
Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard, maybe of all time, compared a move that she made to being better than LeBron and Kyrie. Like, <laughs> what more can you do? You know, like. John told us before the season that she was a generational talent, but we didn't expect that to come out in the first 15 minutes of a number 10, top 10 matchup. We need to give a shout out to uh, one of our friends of the pod, too, who was on this from the get-go about her being a generational ta- talent, and that's our friend Keith Allsep. Yeah, Keith uh, mentioned it early on. That like, like he all last season on the recruiting trail – uh, all last season when they were talking about um, when, when when we were talking about whether or not Boston would come back or not, the whole time he just goes, it doesn't matter. Full Wiley is going to be great. You, you know, like like the, the the whole time she and, and, and what's amazing about her game today is that all the like everything that people have been saying about Malaysia Full Wiley and how and how exciting she can be is that she's like Caitlin Clark 2.0 where she can just make a three-pointer from anywhere. Bryce, she just – she didn't really shoot the ball from deep well. She was one for four, and I believe she banked the one in that she made. Correct. You know, I think she might have called it, though. Maybe. She might have called it. Might have called it. But bank but Are banks open late in Paris? Probably not. Don't probably they get, not. Yeah, they probably not. It. Yeah. But, um, but just – um, she didn't shoot the ball well. If – if this girl's got a like got an elite shot like people have been talking about, like she hadn't even scratched the surface, man. And even if she's not starting, she's coming off the bench, and there's no drop off between when Raven goes out, she comes in. That's the difference in this game, Cox. We have our backups that are as good as anyone's starters. So Full Wally might not start the game, but she can take over the game and be dominant the whole game. Seventeen points. Six assists, six steals. Would that be pretty good for a, a college women's basketball fantasy draft? Yeah, that's that'd a pretty be good stats. Pretty good that's, stats in in uh in in twenty five minutes. So the the thing that I noticed about her and um and and what's interesting is man in transition it's just go time. Um, before so so the there's obviously this play. If you are listening to this pod and haven't seen what we're talking about, uh, like th- then you're not on so then somehow you listen to podcasts and aren't on social media. But you need to go find it. Find our Twitter at gbo underscore pod. I I like hit it six different ways <laughs> when it when it happened. Um, it's there. But so obviously we have this play where she goes behind her back, throws a little fake fake pass and then lays it in as she's fallen as she's going the other way underneath um but before that there's two that she has a take to 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 the rim on transition where she has a nice little nifty move where she lays it in and before that she had two plays on transition where she just gets the ball pushes it throws a perfect pass you you know she's looked so comfortable in the lane against girls you know twice her size if if just just get ready to run, folks. Like like, she looked as good as confident as Henderson was her senior year when she was driving that lane. Like it ain't no ain't yes. no thing. Yes, that's that's what this was. It was like watching it. It was like watching Destiny Henderson 
push the ball in transition today. Maybe Henderson and Cuevas put together. When, when, but 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 this is like when Henderson is a senior, and I mean this is her first game, and she's and and she's. I, she's I, gonna I'm have a, she, she's gonna have a lot of Twitter, just a, a lot of plays that are just gonna live in, on Twitter and blow up Twitter and blow she up. Broke, she'll, she'll be on Sports Center a lot. She she threw so so th- there's another play in the second half in which she drives and she throws a no look pass past like four pow defenders to Pow Pow. I I can't believe Pow Pow caught the ball. <laughs> Because I can't believe Pow Pow knew that, like, could even see, like, if if it had been me, I would have been so surprised that the ball got to me from the way that she threw it. Like, I, I just, it was unbelievable. It, it might have been the two best plays I've seen, like, a guard make in a women's game or a men's game in a while. Like, and and it well, happened in the same game. It's the first game of the season. Well, outside of Magic Johnson, you had Kevin Durant even talk about her a little bit as well. But I don't know if you caught the end of that play, the big play we're talking about with Full Wally, where she got the layup. The girl from Notre Dame who had a killer game is it Hannah Hannah Hidalga. Hidalga, thirty-one points. Every time she scored, she was taunting the bench. I don't know if you saw that. She kept on pumping up like taunting after every made basket well when full wiley scored on that layup she went and got in her face and just you know strong muscle like what's up and it was just that was the best part of that she was sick and tired of her talking trash and she showed that she can take over too and all of a sudden that girl stopped pumping her fist after every every bucket made give me give me a freshman freshman feud like like that that people are talking about. I am here for it. Um I love it. It's it's it, it's a whole new team and and it's the same and and it's the same. Like like we're in the same position. It's as good a game as they we play. There wasn't a lot of defensive drop off in the game with our starters. This team can I no okay. So like first of all I need to be careful here. Everybody's like aggregating things that I said on the men's preview about how like we're going to the NCAA tournament and being this great team and everything like this. When I'm just simply putting that the men's team can make the NCAA tournament okay, and we're gonna win. And I think we should have that expectation that they should because they can. This team can, this women's team can win the national championship. They can if beat they, anybody. If they play like they played against Notre yeah. Dame, they can beat anybody. I'm not going to say they're going to win the national championship. You know, they shot oh, – shoot, Bryce, they only shot five for 16 from three. <laughs> like, hey, like they, but, they scored 100 points and only made five three-pointers. Well, well we, you know, we put the backups in at what, the, almost the beginning of the fourth quarter. Imagine if you kept the starters in there. We would have scored 120 points. Maybe I don't know the backups. Well, no, yeah, yeah, maybe not 120. Cardoso, Cardoso only played 24 minutes. Imagine if they played her another eight minutes, she might have ended up with 30 and 20. <laughs> she might have had a Sam Muldrow triple double and gotten herself Ooh. 10 and gotten herself a, a triple double with blocks. You ready for this? <clears throat> Who's going to get the first triple double of the year, Cardoso or Full Wally? 
Hmm. So what's funny is that it's like the typical triple-double is points, rebounds, and, and assists. And both of them, like, um, like Fulwile is potentially not going to get the rebounds and is going to do it with steals. And Caderso is not going to get the assists and is going to do it with blocks. But um, I can see one of them doing it. Ten steals is a lot, Bryce. Ten steals right. is a lot. Hey, Fulwile had six steals today, didn't she? So, so I'll tell you the first triple double, the the the, the triple double of the season. The person that's going to get a triple double, it's gonna be it's gonna be Raven Johnson. She'll she'll, she'll like if someone gets a triple double this season, it's gonna be Raven Johnson. It'll be one of these like twelve points, ten assists, eleven rebound triple doubles, and it'll it'll just be solid, consistent, stable basketball. Um, what are your thoughts on Kits getting a start over Fagan today? I think that was a little surprising. Yeah, so it it's it yeah, it's weird. Like like kids played 12 minutes, Fagan played 13. You know, like what is this team gonna be? And between um, them and Watkins, they kind of share the the four spot. It is, it is I don't know. I I um it it's I, I think there's three players that are all probably of about equal capabilities in, in uh, Kitts, Fagan, and Watkins. They're, they all would start on, on other teams. You, you know, like they, they'd all be starting on other teams and um, on, on teams that weren't this deep. And so, you know, they, they combined for uh, 20, 30, 42 minutes. So like, like they basically played the four, and backed up Cardosa, you know, a couple minutes. And um, it looks it looks like it's fair to say that Walker, the transfer in from junior JUCO, is probably not going to get a lot of minutes. Just going off her minutes first game rotation wise. So I didn't notice this. What, what what was what was Dawn's lineup when she took Cardosa out? Did you notice what those were? Yep, Watkins would come in with Kitts or Fagan and Kitts. So, so or- Watkins is the backup center. You for right now, she would kind okay. of come in and be a mix between Chloe and then Fagan might would go to five and Watkins would play the four, something like that. Right. But but so 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 when Cardosa comes out, Watkins is gonna be in the game, is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Um yeah. I and then when Hall goes out, you would have full Wiley in there with Johnson and Pow Pow, kind of like a three guard lineup to two power forwards. Yeah, so so I mean, the, the, we're going to be playing three guards all season. Yeah, is, is basically what this is. Uh, Pow Pow is Pow Pow is going to start, and she's she's going to play the small forward, but she's really a shooting guard. We're going to play three guards all season. Um, the b- between the b- between the small forward, between the one, two, and the three. That's what 80, 120 minutes. Uh, and so I I think that. In close games where the rotation shortens, you're gonna see, you know, 100. That's 30 minutes from Pow Pow, Hall, Johnson, and Full Wiley. Like, like that adds, and that's what you're gonna see. That's kind of what you saw today. You know, uh, the the rotation shrunk in the fourth quarter, and and you know, like Tessa Johnson played, uh, so did Sanaya Ja. Like, but. 
But the one, two, and the three, it's going to be all Malaysia Full Wiley, Bree Hall, Raven Johnson, and Pow Pow. It's going to be those four. And, um, you know, and and she's and Dawn Dawn will probably play them all about 30 minutes, you, you, you know, in, in, in that in that range. But looking at the rotations, you got the starters, Kitts, Cardoso, Hall, Johnson, Pow Pow. You got Watkins, Fagan, Full Wiley. And then put Johnson in there, who was in double digits. That's probably the nine she's going to go with for the year. Oh, I bet. And, I, I bet. So it, it's. And I'm okay with that, is what that I'm saying. Dawn, rotations that Dawn is going to go with are is is difficult to say because she plays everybody. You know, like, like, um, she, but my joke last season with her is it's hard to play. 12 players, 10 or plus more minutes a game, you know, like, like it's, it's hard to spread all the playing time around. And um, I think, I think when the, um, but like when we played Stanford, when we played, when UCLA played us really, really tough last season and almost beat us at colonial life. um, She shortened the rotation and she only played about seven, about seven women, uh, you, you know, in those games, it was, it was basically the starters, with with Amahair, maybe Bree and and Bree Hall coming off the bench, depending on if um if if Raven started or not. But um this season it's going to be eight. There's going to be an eight. There's going to be an eight player rotation here where it's where it's Cardosa, Kitts, Fagan, and Watkins rotating between the four and the five, and it's Full Wiley, Hall, Johnson, Pow Pow. Rotating between the three and the four. Well, you want to hear it was a little shocking today. What was shocking, Bryce? LSU lost. What? They just lost. They lost to Colorado, number twenty, Colorado by fourteen. It sounds like they had too many stars. Did this just happen? It did. Got posted about ten minutes ago. Are you? Are we breaking news? Are we breaking, breaking news on the podcast? We're not breaking news. But the I'm ESPN, just saying, LSU. The ESPN app broke news. All, all but, I'm saying know. is LSU's beatable, and the next team we're playing, we're playing Maryland at home on Sunday. They dropped almost a hundred on Harvard, so it'll be an interesting game against number fourteen um, Maryland on Sunday, which we will be at. But anyway, okay, wait, hey, we're to, talking about this box score for a second. We're doing yeah, this. LSU played Colorado in the in Las Vegas, and it looks like Colorado handled business. And all of a sudden, that LSU train just got hey, slowed down a hey, little bit. Hey, 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 Murrow, how about those six points? Hey, oh, when you play, oh, when you a lot of stars I, on the I team. I'm glad I did not have. I did. I'm glad I did not have any beers at the uh, at the men's game tonight. Or 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 my thoughts would be. Or, or my thoughts might get a little out of line here, uh, but but just like, um, but everyone else, Iowa took care of business. They scored over a hundred. UCLA number four, they won, and the only other team in the lose in the top ten, number twenty one Southern Cal beat number seven Ohio State. So those were the only upsets early on in the year so far. Just thought it was couldn't, interesting. Couldn't have happened to a better team. Couldn't you hate to see it, Bryce? You hate to see it. Um, uh, Murrow from the the, the big time transfer that everybody's mad about didn't come to Carolina. Um, not missing it as much after that first game. I'm gonna. I, I think that this has been my stance the entire time. 
about Murrow, we didn't need her. It and would have been think, nice to have, but we didn't need her. We didn't need her. And honestly, like, 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 I, I'm, I don't like. We've got we've got 120 minutes available at the one, two, and the three, and you know, give them to Pow Pow, Bree Hall, Raven Johnson, and Full Wiley. Like give them give, give them thirty minutes apiece. That just means that like 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 once we once we landed Pow Pow, we didn't need Murrah. You know, like like this team just didn't need her, and and it's probably why she went to LSU because because we landed Pow Pow before she committed, right? And um, you know she's it, this is fun picking on her for only having six points in her debut. Um, she I'm sure she's gonna score for them and gonna have some big games. But um, but just like Tahina Pow Pow today was great. Also in that first quarter, Bryce. We, before we kind of refound it ourselves up. and became the same old Gamecocks, she had seven or eight points in the first. Like she carried 14, us early on. We we were we didn't come out the gate firing on all cylinders. She had half of her. She had half of her points in the first quarter and kind of got and kind of kept us in the game. Uh, we were down one. And it's because of, and it's because she was shooting her and Raven Johnson. But, um, you know, it's great. Was that the cherry on top for the night? The cherry on top of the evening. LSU lost. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. It's fantastic. Well, anyway, the women playing at home back in the United States on Sunday at noon against number 14, Maryland, should be a good game. Um, but it'll be good to see be at home in front of the Carolina crowd, which, I felt like the crowd in Paris, it was like 80 to 80% fans, Gamecocks from our few friends that were there. And I think the stadium on so the, Sunday will be, you know, 16,000. The GBO plus. report from Paris was, uh, was that, was that we traveled well. Glenn Matthews, owner of Modern Exterminating was there and he said it was all Carolina fans all the time. He, he also said it was like watching a game in a high school gym. Well, in that high school gym we showed everyone in america there's no drop-off we're not rebuilding we're just reloading with this year's team i think that is the way to say it this is that's what we're going to need to go out on and 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 this and 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 this has been bothering me the whole the the whole year and obviously from the national modern exterminating what bugging you this is this is the this is really the modern screw the t-shirt toss this is the modern exterminating we know what bugs you what's bugging us is is uh is the national media talking about this being a rebuilding year? All right, I got a question for you, Bryce. I'm gonna name a starter. I want you to tell me what year they are. Okay. Camilla Cardoso. Senior. Raven Johnson. Junior. Bree Hall. Junior. Um Pow Pow. Graduate senior? Graduate senior, transfer graduate senior. Okay. Okay. But just but just the, the first three experience. The first three, this is now their third year in the program, okay? Coming off the bench, Ashlyn Watkins, sophomore, second year in the program. Saniya Fagan. Uh, I think this is her third year. But, third third yeah. year in the program. Um, this is a veteran team. Like, like, this is a veteran team. This is a team of juniors and seniors. Like, like they've got a ton of – this is a team of a lot of people who won a national championship. They've got, they're they're putting out here on on the court, 
let's see here. One, two, three, four, four players that won a national championship and another and another six or seven or eight that went to a final four. Like, like this, this isn't rebuilding. She's been rebuilding. And but, and uh, Dawn Staley has been rebuilding, and this is what's bugging me. She's been building while she was while she was dominating with with the freshies, and um, you know, and 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 it's what we've been saying for a while. They're ready. Last year, what was the mark of this team? Whenever whenever the rubber, anytime it got it got tight, anytime it was scary, it was always because we had a bad first quarter. Right. And what happened in the second quarter, Bryce? Every took time, over. Even, even against Iowa, even against the game they lost against Iowa, what happened in the second quarter? We dominated on defense and we score buckets. Open and, it and, up. And, and, and it was because they were putting in the second string that is now starting. And so, and so screw everybody that called this a rebuilding season. Uh, I cannot wait for her. I, oh, I cannot wait to play UConn. Just, just, uh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm All right, fired well, up now. All fired right. Up. We got to wrap up this pod. Anyway, we wanted to hit you guys up after coming back from the Colonial Life Arena to give you our thoughts on the great starting day of college basketball for the men and women. Sumter, it's only going to get better from here. I mean, both teams are undefeated, Bryce. Both hey, teams are undefeated. Listen, I'm just going to keep growing my beard until we lose and Men's and women's. Oh, they, they, don't, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get you divorced. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll do it again next week, probably after next Monday's game, um, after the men's game next Monday. But thanks for joining us this week. We'll do it again next week. Go, Cox. GBO out. <laughs>